You say crayon. 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 That sounds like Klingon or some sort of weird. They're both <laughs> spelled with an O-N. <laughs> I know that that's probably how you're supposed to pronounce it, but yeah, I say crayons. Cr- crayon. Crayons. <laughs> crayons. I'm going to get my crayons and start Got my coloring. coloring book. Will you pass me my crayons? Give me that brown crayon. It sounds southern. I know it does. I don't like it. I don't either. Never use crayons. Shut the fuck up. I'm never going to get you crayons. Our children will use Pentel markers. Pentel? I don't know. Okay. Crayons. Crayons. Not crayons, crayons. No. Are you recording? Yes. (laughs) I thought this was a really important conversation we're having about the pronunciation. Travel talk about crayons. Crayons. Okay. Can you even say crayon? Crayon? Yeah. Well, you can't even say it. I say it. Don't patronize me. Oh, you can't even you say poor it. thing. You, you can't poor even say little crayon. I said crayon. Yeah, that was better. That, I've said both, but mm. I think it's only because I don't like saying crayon. <laughs> Why? That's what they are. Crayon? You can't crayon? even understand what I'm saying because I said crayon. Crayon. It's like a weird combination of crayon and crayon. I the first I one is how I say it. it. Crayon? Crayon. Not crayon, crayon. 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 It's a crayon. (laughs) Sounds like you have a cranberry raisin and you're like, it's a crayon. (laughs) You ever tried those little fruits called crayons? Those little dried fruits called crayons? They look like shriveled up little mushroom. I don't even know. No, not mushrooms. Mm -mm. Nope, not even close to a mushroom. Close. (laughs) I was going to say shriveled up little mouse testicles. (laughs) (laughs) And you went to mushroom after that. I don't know where mushrooms came from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I don't want to think about little shriveled up. Mouse testicles. Oh, you almost said it. I was saying mouse testicles, but <laughs> laughing. I'm not going to say mushrooms. There's nothing to do you with mushrooms. You almost did, <laughs> Didn't. Maybe I did. You uh, did. I could see the muh in your mouth, and then it went to mouse testicles. Mushroom testes. Mushroom testicles. Well, anyways, I don't want to think about that, so let's talk it's about Thailand. Late. We've been there for the past five minutes. Oh, my God. (sighs) (laughs) Take a deep breath. Back scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) So we're testing out our new microphones that we're probably going to be using while traveling. One is clipped onto a ruler. The other is clipped onto a back scratcher. A back scratcher. Back scratcher. (laughs) And we're pointing them at each other's faces. (laughs) But we wanted to, since it is getting very close to our uh, takeoff date, we wanted to try these out and see how they sound. At least you won't bang into the table and fuck up the sound for the next minute. Hey, maybe I will. Yeah, maybe Maybe I'll just randomly scratch my back. Ew, and listen to. If you hear that that sound sound in the middle of our show, you know what's happening. 
All right. Let's get serious here. Where were we? We've got a lot of shit to talk about. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Beanstalk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. Excuse me. What was the last thing we covered? We had gotten to the train station, right? The last place that we left off was getting to the train station in Bangkok. So we were going to be heading south towards Surat Thani. Pronounced beautifully. I, yeah, I'm amazing at pronunciating Thai stuff. Well then. So. You should scratch yourself on the back for that. (laughs) Back scratcher. (laughs) I just like holding it close to your mouth. It's awkward. Conducting an interview that you don't want to have happen. It's like it's not even a question. You just say something and extend the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what am I supposed to say? (laughs) Put it in someone's face. Back scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) To where you're like, get that mic out of my fucking face. Oh, Oh, God. Okay, we're having too much fun with these new microphones. We feel very official with our ruler and our back scratcher. (laughs) This will go swimmingly on the trip. Yes, it will. If we take these back, I can't wait to interview people. I know, right? Just say back scratch and then uh, (laughs) we're gonna stop it. Get it out of here. We're gonna have to use our uh, trekking Uh. poles and say trekking pole. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. We're gonna shoo off people left and right. (laughs) Yes, damn. Right there. Sit right there. Okay. There you go. Back scratching. <laughs> Stop it. <sighs> so, back in Bangkok. Yes. So, yeah, I think the last we left off, we were in Bangkok. Martin and Megan had met up with us, and we were trying to be on our way towards the full moon party. On the island of Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. We had already bought tickets. Yeah. Before Eminem had arrived. Yeah. So we were catching... It was a sleeper train. This was going to be our first actual... Our first, like, uh, sleeper train in Asia. Right. Yeah. For all of us. Mm-hmm. Or just ever, really. Yeah. It was pretty um, cool. But I wanted to mention one thing about ooh, Bangkok. Talk about it. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, but I had noticed that... On the last couple episodes, we had forgot to mention that there were monks all around Bangkok. Like, this was our first, like, monk sighting. I know that we had said we had gone to temples and we had, you know, wandered around the city, but we never mentioned anything about seeing the very kind of iconic, like, monk in his his garb and walking around. So it's, it's funny the things you forget to mention because once you're there, it's just so ordinary. So, so norm. You yeah. know, if you were here in the States, in most places, I guess, mm-hmm. or in 
you know, not big. Yeah, I guess most places. Yeah. If you saw a bunch of monks around, you'd be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, oh, this But there's like, yeah, well, we're in Thailand, so of course there's monks around. Exactly. So you forget to mention it because it just feels normal. So that was something that I had noticed that was just something we forgot to mention. But it was also kind of a realization of, like, it wasn't what I expected. Because even though you saw them all around, I expect, you know, or I had expected a monk to be very kind of uh, maybe just, like, quiet and walking very intentionally and very, not like... like, Typically monk-like. Yeah, not, like, somber or anything, but very contemplative and, like, you know... This is my life. I'm very calm and, you know, walking slowly. But literally, you saw him with, like, cell phones and, like, out and about. I don't know that I saw any really, like, riding in buses or tuk-tuks or taking any forms of transportation other than walking. No, but I it, saw him on the trains. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So, th- and But that's where it's, you know, you expect it to be kind of, I don't know, I always kind of think of the Amish. Yeah. Like once they leave, they still walk or take their horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, right. Or, you know, they still practice their ways where you're like, oh, this monk's like texting on a cell phone and he's walking onto the train. And you're like, I didn't. I didn't know that they did that. I think that's how it went. But maybe he's clocked off. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of interesting to me and kind of an eye-opener of being like, well, why would I expect that they would cut themselves off from... Uh, modern technology just because they're monks, you know? Yeah. It's just weird, but something that I wanted to mention that I remember um, thinking when we were there in Bangkok. Yeah. So, it was interesting. But back to the sleeper train that we took from Bangkok to Sarat Thani. You're welcome. Yeah, so as we were saying before we went uh, fork in the road and talked about monks. Well, I figure... If we were still in Bangkok in our stories, we could just mention no, I'm it. Totally just teasing. You better be. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was our first sleeper train, and it was interesting. Um, Very we much. had walked all the way there, so we were pretty sweaty and mm-hmm. a bit sticky. And, but we did get there with plenty of time, so we had gotten. Uh, like a bite to eat, just some street food out front. Yeah, we bought like As well some as some snacks. bottled waters. Yeah. Because I think we knew that whatever they were going to try to sell us on the train would probably be more expensive. Than yeah, just. as is with most places. Like if you go to the airport, once you get checked in, it's going to be three times the price. That's just kind of standard for travel mm-hmm. cost. So they, it was set up to where the tickets we had bought, you had to go to that one in particular bunk. Yeah, it was very... Everyone, were, it wasn't like, oh, just hop on the train car and we'll f- just sit down wherever. It was like, no, you had a specific number. Yeah, we were assigned bunks. And everything uh, from wherever it had come from before was set up as seats. Mm-hmm. But they had kind of like folded and transformer bent everything into bed bunks. Transformer. Yeah, it looked like with them... Folding up the seat and bending it back and then twisting this out. And it was like it went from, you know, seat carriage to a bunk. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And they were very efficient at it and, like, knew what they were doing and just 
as soon as we got on, they kind of pretty much transformed them into yeah. bunk beds. We just had to like kind of wait, wait like in turn. between the cars yeah, while they kind of folded everything into place. Mm-hmm. And then they gave everyone uh, like a blanket that was separately wrapped. Did they? Yeah, like you had oh. to open it. Like you just bought it from the store sort of thing or like it just came from oh, the laundry. yeah. But it wasn't like heavy or anything. No, it was like it's a so light. fucking hot there anyways. Yeah, like a light sheet. And yeah, so me and Whit had the top bunks. Yeah, we were being nice and gave Martin and Megan the bottom bunks, which did have a window, mm-hmm. which was probably pretty cool. And then... I remember there being like circulating fans in the middle on the ceiling. Yeah, but they didn't hit us at the top. Not very well. No. It's like you got a slight, like, hot breath is what it felt like. Hot breath? Yeah, like, every now and then when it would get the closest it was going to get to you, it was just like a... And you're like, God you damn it. If it was... breeze, well, plus two, because uh, they kept the lights on in the cars, mm-hmm. and you had that curtain. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you could either get this, like, slight, shitty breeze, or you could have it dark. Yeah, true. So I was like, well... But it wasn't even dark because they were bright green curtains, so... Yeah. It was just, yeah, green in there. But I remember our sleeping quarters on the top bunks. Uh, the wall, it kind of went from the bed to the wall at like a 45-degree angle, mm. and then it went up. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like curved. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of space to kind of like move around. No. And we had our packs up there with us, too. Yeah, I wasn't going to, like... Because, you know, we had everything with us in our mm-hmm. packs. Yeah. So it was staying with me. Mm-hmm. I think I even, like, spooned mine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of, like, like... No one's getting in here. Mine was between my legs. But, yeah, it wasn't the most comfortable. It didn't feel the most safe, either. No, Because once didn't. we started rolling... It was pretty slow, and it was shaky. It was. It was like uh, what I would compare to a normal roller coaster versus those old wooden ones that are just <laughs> shaky and, yeah. you know, just jostles everything around. and Jostle. I like that word. Jostle. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, with just the speed of the train, because it wasn't, seemingly it wasn't going very fast. We mm-hmm. couldn't tell because we didn't have windows and it was dark. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't feel like it was, you know, cruising very quickly. No. But it just felt very shaky. When I had gotten out of the bunk, which, by the way, those bunks, the only bit of security or safety net that they give you is one single seatbelt strap that basically just comes from... Like dangles from the ceiling. Yeah, it dangles from the ceiling and is attached to your bunk. So it's like... I don't know that there would be any way for that to catch you if you were to yeah, fall out. Yeah, probably just pointless. like grab your leg and then fling you on your head to the floor or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was no railing. No, so it was weird. Yeah, we didn't sleep very well that night. So I'm, I mean, on top of it being shaky and it, mm-hmm. I didn't want to fall asleep and have it shake me off the side and then no. just have the seatbelt basically twist me and spin me as I fall <laughs> to my death on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, so... So it wasn't very comfortable. I was, like, leaned up against the 45-degree wall... Really? ...as much as I could. But, yeah, then with just how... I don't want to say violently, but I'm going to use it. It was shaking you? (laughs) Yeah. Because sometimes it was really, like... It would, like, shake you awake. Well, because it... So it was hard to fall asleep. It wasn't like it was just a nonstop train. It was stopping at every little... Like, I think it was a local train, too, yeah. that we took. So it was stopping at all these little, you know, train stops. 
would pick people up, drop them off, and yeah, so it was just like, once you got going, then it would stop again, and then you'd get going, and then it'd stop again, so it was just stop and go, and pretty slow the whole night. Yeah. So... But even as it was going along the tracks, I mean, it wasn't like it got to a speed and then it wouldn't shake. No. It was like, yeah, just constant shaking. Mm. It was, I didn't get a lot of sleep. No. Um, But yeah, I had gotten out of my bunk, I think, to use the bathroom. And I do recall like looking out of the windows and seeing that it was just completely dark. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That's a little unsettling. Because I know that near any train tracks, <laughs> it's usually shady. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah, typically, yeah. Typically, yeah. yeah. Depending on like how big the surrounding area is, yeah. But um, yeah, it was just a little unsettling. And being in a place that we had never been before, you know, so. Um, but it was a cool experience. And I did... I appreciated that they didn't have the squatty potties, and they did have the actual seats where you could sit down. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought this was where they just had, like, a hole in the floor. No, that was in Indonesia, but, yeah. Mm. It was an interesting experience. I did not... I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. No, but it was... I was pretty exhausted the whole next day. Oh, for sure. Um, But I do remember once the sun came up and it was light out again, uh, and they retransformed the seats um back the way they were and so we just kind of hung out and watched the scenery go by and it was pretty neat because it was more of a rural tie i fucking hate how much rural comes into play like that word we have to use so we need like a thesaurus to figure out a different word well can we (laughs) yeah let me look it up real quick urban opposite urban opposite what is that your your word you want to pick? I'm throwing out. Okay, rural. We're rural. typing it in. We hate this word. We want to get rid of it. Country, countryside. It says country fried. Country Should fried. We? What? Let's say, yeah. What's that? Informal. Country fried. We were in the country fried area, <laughs> and we had a box of crayons. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Pastoral. How about that? What? Pastoral? Yeah. Rustic. I'm going to use rustic. I like countryside. I like country fried. So, yeah, we were in the country fried area. It's working already. It's horrible. Um, It'll catch on. So, we were in more of a rustic area of Thailand. And so, we were seeing more fields, more crops like being grown. It was just green as could be. Green as can be. There were houses that were on more of like, yeah, like flooded farmland that had the stilts mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of kept them from being flooded. Yeah. Um yeah, it was just a very different experience than being in Bangkok and only seeing, you know, city life. Yeah, super city life. Bangkok's huge. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. I definitely enjoyed seeing that side of the country. Uh, One thing that did stand out in particular, and I'm kind of glad that both Carl and I saw it, but it was... I wish I had a photo. I so... I so wish I had a photo. I so wish that I had... But you're on a train, and I mean, it's not moving quickly, but it's quick enough to where you didn't have time to snap a shot. Uh Uh-uh. But yeah, we were passing a little waterway or something to the left of us, and there was just a dude sitting in like what looked like a big bowl. A big plastic bowl. 
I don't know if it was plastic, but it was a big bowl and he was just floating there in the water and he was using a big machete as his paddle. Yeah. And he had the, those old, like, uh, old, they have the, those rice. Like Vietnamese yeah, the, looking, like, uh, rice. like Raiden hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell are those called? I don't remember the name. I don't either. We're going to have to Google that. But yeah, so it's that like was... like rice field worker hats. Yeah. It's was... like made out of bamboo leaves. Mm-hmm. And, and was... yeah, he was just sitting in this bowl floating and moving with a machete as his like paddle. Yeah, it was so cool. Just like, wow, <laughs> that's that's an image that is going to stick with me. Totally. Never seen that before. Yeah. But uh, once we had got to Surat Tani, we had taken a bus over to our ferry that we were going to catch to Copenhagen. And I think that once we got to the ferry and started, like, unloading packs, and it was getting a little stressful. Well, just the way that they had it set up isn't the smoothest. I don't know. And they take everyone's pack? Well, I think it is for them, but it isn't for you. They don't give totally. a shit about, like, how they're shit. And you can tell the way that they grab your there. pack and they just, like, throw it on a <laughs> like, pile. Like, it on there. So it's uh, it's like a pile of, I don't remember if it's the front or the back of the boat. I want to yeah. say the back, but they just throw everything on a pile mm-hmm. and it's just carelessly like tossed. So here's a tip. Any belongings or valuables that you have, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but make sure that you carry that on you personally. Yeah, if you so have a day pack, put all bring your, a day bag. All your day electronics, bags are essential. They are essential. Like we could have lost so much shit by keeping all our valuables in our big packs. I feel like we would have yeah. been broke. Yeah, so you bring like a day pack, which is just handy anyway, aside from just keeping your valuables on your person. Up Shit's Creek without a machete. Sorry, I thought it was so good. Was it? Yeah, it was. Is that the name of the episode now? Yeah, that would be a good one. Up Shit's Creek without a machete. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, so bring a day pack. For yeah, sure. and, um, you know, if you have, like, a laptop or a nice camera or mm-hmm. any any cords, any, you know. Your passport, your wallet, your anything. Just keep that shit on yeah, you basically in your day like pack. Basically, like, clothes, shoes, all that shit you can keep in your pack. Anything that the, can be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we learned, we learned that shit. for sure. But yeah, we just got kind of herded onto this ferry. They stuck a sticker on us, kind of telling us or telling them where we were going. Yeah, it was basically like a, a little like two inch by two inch sticker that had a ferry on it. And mm-hmm. it would say what island you were going to. And yeah. it had like a color. So we had like a purple Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, you know, a, an auburn one that was this island. Auburn. Like Kotow or something. Yeah. You definitely felt like cattle being herded. Yeah. I think Megan was getting a little stressed out after the ferry had like let us off on Copenhagen. The way that we were, because they just throw your packs off too. They're like, get your pack, whatever, you know? Yeah. And so you'd go and grab your pack. And I think hers was like at the bottom of this huge pile. And yeah, you we wanted to like grabbed ours grab and, like, it but from the person like before he just threw it onto the dock. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh no, that's, that's, that's mine. Don't <laughs> throw it like a, a dead animal or something. Dead animal? I don't know. I don't either. It just felt like it hit like a sack of shit, you know? <laughs> like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, pretty much. Whatever. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, we, we had grabbed our packs, and I think it took Megan a little bit, so she was getting a little flustered. But uh, we did en- end up all, you know, reconvening together with our packs. And they also, 
you know, as you're walking, they're kind of like, all right, go into this, you know, get a taxi. They almost like shove you into these taxis. Yeah, like this you, is your only option. You like arrive and you're like, well, I don't really know where to go because no yeah. one told me. Yeah, exactly. And how do I get there? Can, mm-hmm. you know, and because then. We we had booked the tickets and it was basically like, oh, you're getting. Just to, to get us to the island. Yeah. And not from there to where you had booked stay. So, yeah. Because um, it's a pretty big island. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not like, oh, we walked around it in two hours. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they kind of shove us into this um, larger tuk-tuk, which they call a song towel. Which is basically like a big pickup truck mm-hmm. with, uh, like, benches on either sides in the back that's yeah, covered. It's, it's covered, yeah, so. And it fits usually, like, eight people. Maybe Sometimes more. they cram more in, yeah. but, mm-hmm. you know, comfortably eight. Yeah, so they threw our packs on the top of that and then kind of shoved us into the back. And they charged us each 200 baht. Which is kind of crazy to think. Because that's, yeah, what did you say it was? Six and so, a half dollars US? Yeah, so it's about six and a half dollars US. And I think that that would be like some places night stay for that much, you know? Mm. So it they were definitely making a killing. So they could have. Because, I mean, altogether that was, you know, with, with eight people. Yeah, they could have racked in like 50 bucks one trip. And how and, many times they I mean, do it was that like, a day. It was still like a. Was it like a 20-minute ride? Yeah, about 20 minutes. But, I mean, for what people usually take in for, yeah. you know, Thai income, mm-hmm. that's that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So they were making a killing off of just shoving tourists that didn't know any better into the back of their song towel. But, I mean, if you want to ride and it's uh, that's the cost. Well, I would have fucking probably looked elsewhere. I'm sure there's other options. There's got to be motorcyclists just chilling out there and you go, hey, like if you were by yourself, grab a fucking scooter. You know, tell somebody, hey, can I get here? And then they're charging you probably way less. Yeah. So, but we didn't know any better. So that was just. And it was just convenient. They were there, like right at the pier. Yeah, true. On Copenhagen. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, once we were heading to our bungalows, we had seen our sign and it was called the Starlight Hadron Resort, I think. Yeah. And it's funny because they had kind of like this uh, character that looked very similar to Patrick on SpongeBob SquarePants. Like it was this little pink starfish and he had some sunglasses sunglasses and some shorts. (laughs) I was like, oh. That was on their like lit up sign. Yeah. I don't think they follow uh, like copyright shit very (laughs) well over there. They just rip shit off left and right. Yeah. That was kind of funny though. Um, But we get there and it's super nice. It's right on the beach. Basically, had one biggish room, but yeah. It, yeah, it was nice and clean, and there was yeah. basically two big beds. So mm-hmm. it had a little hammock out front on the patio. Yeah, so um, it was enough for all four of us in there. You know, mm-hmm. each couple had our own bed. Yeah, they did offer breakfast. I think that was free there, and then was it? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I know that we did have breakfast there a couple days. But yeah, yeah, which was usually I think like pad thai or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, where are we? Back scratching. Yeah, we. I think we adventured out into like the main little city area that was nearest. Like the center of town. Yeah, it was like nearest to the beach where they had the full moon parties. Yeah. And so we had found a place that was like I would say pretty touristy. It felt like a almost like a soccer pub or a football pub. Yeah, but had, with obviously like they had Thai food and drinks and. 
Yeah. But yeah, it was basically this uh, open-walled or open-aired restaurant. It was sat like right on the corner of this uh, kind of busy intersection. And you'd for an s- island busy. Yeah, for an yeah. island. But you'd see a bunch of uh, like tourists like roll by on their motorcycles. Motorbikes or just walking by. And there were so many of them that were like bandaged up. Yeah, they all had like the same white bandages like around the wrist or around the leg. Yeah. Or arm. Or, or some of them were even on crutches. Yeah. Yeah. So it made us slightly At hesitant first, I thought to... people just like got drunk and took a spill, which I'm sure was part of it. But, Could be. But yeah, the place had really good food. Um, mm-hmm. We had ended up going here like four times. Four times, really? We went there a bit. Damn. But yeah, so we had ventured out onto the beach where they do have the full moon party, but it was, you know, the day before, so there weren't that many people on there. Um, I think it was like closer to sunset or just before, and we were just kind of exploring the beach a little bit and seeing where it was all going to happen. The night yeah, we were just kind of getting our bearings and getting mm-hmm. a feel for the layout of the place. Yeah. But and I, checking out the beach and if they were setting up and what's it going to look like. Yeah, totally. Just kind of find out where we're going the next day. Um, but we had ventured down towards the end of the beach where they had this pretty big sign, you know, that says, like, Copenhagen Full Moon Party. Yeah. And uh, we had noticed this little walkway that had started near there, and it just kind of meandered through the rocky cliffs like skirted along, along the, side, the, the coast. Yeah, like there. right along the water. And the yeah, but it was, it was sketchy as shit. It was scary, like legit scary. It was, yeah, a walkway, and it had seemingly like driftwood pieces of wood that was where you stepped on, but they were a gap like someone's teeth that needed braces. It was makeshift. It looked like it was on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean or something. Yeah, but like it was made out of anything. I mean, I guess it was all wood, but the wood, there was no standard for like the wood pieces. It was like scrap wood. None of them were And some were so, yeah, they weren't. It wasn't like a solid walkway. No. It was like rock hopping. Yeah. But On with jaggedy wood pieces of wood. I mean, some were super skinny where you were like, don't step on that yeah, one because that is not going to hold me. It's totally going to break. Yeah. And it wasn't like this was like three or four feet off the ground. Like there were places of it were like 10 plus feet off the ground. And not only that, but it was like jaggedy rocks below yeah. you. So it was. It was kind of sketchy. A little nerve wracking. I, I know that you and Martin just kind of like took off and you're like down the ways and Megan and I were like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck like the whole time (laughs) we had to kind of like egg each other on to like get or not egg each other on but to like boost each other's confidence to keep going because there were several times where we're like no fuck no I'm turning back you can't pass this I remember hitting a few spots too that were even worse than others and I was like I am all right so group plan we're not coming here tomorrow night because we're probably going to be intoxicated and it's going to be dark and even yeah so we're during the day was kind of sketchy it was sketchy as shit so I remember and there were like even places to stay back in there yeah there was like a bungalow place the hell it was crazy who's gonna do this drunk in the dark seriously and that might be where some of those bandages came from yeah totally or those crutches so that was kind of sketchy but also because it was a long way too Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it would just went for like 10 feet it was like a kilometer i had wrote that did you don't give me the the winky squidgy eye squidgy eye (laughs) yeah sounds like a pink eye it does 
So um, after this, I think Megan had headed back to the bungalows because she was getting tired and probably wanted to nap or something. Which I was makes sense. It totally makes from sense from the sleeper train night. No one got oh a lot of sleep. Nobody. Did. I don't know how we really wanted to stay up, but yeah, we, I don't know. I think it was the bucket. Just talking about it makes me tired. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah. But I think so. Martin, Carl, and I, we all headed out to kind of see. The, I guess they have like pre full moon party festivities. Well, yeah, like some things sort of started popping off once the sun went down, mm -hmm. which was when we made it back to the beach uh, from the sketchy wooden plankiness. Yeah. Yeah, like some lights started turning on. There mm -hmm. was like a booth sort of thing with like people doing fire tricks. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was... Like fire poi. Yeah. And then uh, one was like a bamboo staff, like what Donatello has, but it was lit on each end. And yeah, it was cool. I mean... They're spinning them around and doing tricks. I I want to say that I liked this night more than I did the full moon party. I definitely like aspects of <laughs> to it. To be Parts honest, of it were, yeah. like, awesome. One, yeah. like, the beach was not crowded at all. There was, like, nobody there. was there. no one there. There was, like, I mean, there a was, dozen people. Yeah, maybe more maybe like 20, 30, but yeah. still, for the whole beach, it was nothing. It was awesome. And, yeah, those fire poi guys were doing crazy tricks. It was rad. It was it was insane. There was, like, one dude who had one, and he flung it and just, like, threw it up in the air, and we were like, oh, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, we see where it flies. Because you can see this flaming fire poi yeah, shoot just, across the sky like I a I thought he, like, threw it down star. the beach. but He did. Well, I mean, just, like, threw it to throw it. I thought he was just like, well, and there yeah, that goes. Yeah, I thought it was I'll... like his exit throw or yeah, something. Yeah, like, I'll go find it later. But there was a guy that was, like, probably 60 feet or so or, like, 30 meters away from him, and he grabbed it. Like, he, he caught, caught it. that shit and then the started spinning it, too. Yeah, and it was, it was, all, it was nighttime, so too, so it was dark as hell. I didn't even see the dude that caught it until I saw it start swinging again. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because the little chains that they're on are, yeah. like, dark, too, oh, so yeah. you couldn't even see. Uh -uh. It was know. a crazy, yeah. crazy thing. Because this was guy awesome. was just spinning them around, and then, yeah, one just shot, yeah. like, a shooting star in the sky. And we're like, whoa, what is he <laughs> throwing that to? Yeah. And then you just, every the whole audience turns around, and there's this guy at the other end of the beach like almost in the waves yeah and catches it and then just starts spinning it too and it, it was, was so cool but yeah it so was impressive it i was, was like wow that was fucking awesome yeah so we, i mean we danced a little bit we, i think carl martin and i the three of us we like shared a bucket and that was probably about all the drinks that we had because we didn't want to get too crazy before the full moon party the yeah. next day and then uh, we didn't stay out too late or anything but just like headed back after after chilling for a bit yeah. So it was, what, like a 20, 30-minute walk back to the bungalows? Yeah, it was a ways. Mm -hmm. We could have got a ride, but it was like, oh, let's just no, walk. just walk. Yeah, I think that that was a pretty chill night. And then I think the uh, – it was funny. Like, so they had a 7-Eleven that was in between the bungalows and the Full Moon Party Beach that we would stop at pretty regularly just to, like, get supplies or get water again, you know? And there yeah, you don't drink the tap water. No, you That's do like not. That's, like, rule number one. Yeah. I thought you said rural. Rural number one. That's uh, country fried number one. It's country fried water. <laughs> but, yeah, so we would stop there occasionally just to, like, pick up supplies and stuff. And I do recall there being a lot of dogs on this island. It's weird that we've noticed in our travels, too, throughout Asia specifically that mm. it's either one or the other there's either a lot of cats or there's a lot of dogs yeah and it's seemingly never a mix there's like, been oh, there's one just... place that had a mix yeah but for the it? 
I don't. Oh, okay. I'm glad I do. Oh, good. <laughs> you should back scratch yourself on the back for that. Good job. <laughs> Where was it? I'll tell you later. <laughs> I think but we'll get to the it most... in the next episode. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the most part, it was uh, just one or the other, which yeah. was weird. Yeah, so this one... But this one had dogs. This one had dogs, and... Um, they looked a little worse for wear. They looked bad. Like, there was one that had a huge gaping wound that we saw at the 7-Eleven, and I just felt so bad for it, you know? Like, this is going to get infected and Oh, like, he's on his way to being dead. Um, but yeah, and then there were like some on the beach too. And I remember we were thinking that one of them was kind of cute and Martin like was about to pet it. And we're like, yeah, dude, you Don't should probably touch the not dog. pet it. So he just like sat there and like pet it with his shoe. With like the bottom of his shoe. <laughs> and the dog liked it. He did. I'm sure he doesn't get touched a whole lot. Uh, they just look rough. They were you know, scrappy. Like yeah. 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 Don't want to touch him. Totally. But, yeah, so we kind of headed back, you know, to the bungalows, and we kind of geared and just slept the, you know, slept as much as we could because we knew we were going to get a pretty crazy uh, day, following day and night yeah. going on. So, But, yeah, the next day we basically, like, had breakfast. We maybe explored the town a little bit, but didn't do a whole lot of drinking during the day until that night. And... We had, I guess Martin and Megan had bought themselves some glow-in-the-dark paints, but they were going to share it with us. So we all painted ourselves up in the bungalows before we left. And uh, I think I had the idea to put it in your beard, but you picked yeah, the colors. Yeah, my beard was pretty long at this point. It was really long, but you had picked, I was like, what colors do you want? And you're like, oh, I want orange and green. <laughs> and I I'm think, like, okay. yeah. They were like the ones that stood out the best, I think, because your beard's so dark. I think yellow would have stood out really. I don't know why I picked the That's colors true. I did. I just think, I don't know, yeah. random grab. Yeah, and then I you, thought they looked good together. You had, like, colored in your uh, chest tattoo, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, like, yellow and blue. Yeah. And then, like, I had put bones, like, glow-in-the-dark bones on my body. Martin, yeah. like, did up his arm. Martin and Megan both did up, like, one of their arms. Pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, a fun little arts and crafts on ourselves. Yes. Before we left. So we were all glowed up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we, you know, headed out to the beach where they had it. And I think it was like a hundred baht or so to get a bracelet to get in there. Yeah. And, uh, which isn't too it's bad. It's not too bad considering like 350 or something how like much that. the ride just to get. Exactly. I was like, okay, that's. Yeah. I was expecting it to be a ripoff again. Yeah, like 500 like, oh, baht or something. Yeah, right. Like, Damn it. Mm-hmm. This is getting expensive, even yeah. for Thailand. <laughs> but, yeah, it was absolutely insane once we got there. It was crazy. There were so many of those bucket booths, like selling buckets. Yeah. It was just, I, yeah, I could not even tell yeah, you. Yeah, there was, like, number. big dance stages Huge. and, like, yeah. uh, other drink stages. Mm-hmm. There was people doing, like, fire poi everywhere, mm-hmm. like, fire sticks. The beach was Packed with people. Packed. It was all like black lights, so everybody who was all glowy like lit up. Yeah. Um, it was basically like... It was like, a huge beach party. Yeah, it was a competition almost for like each bar that had, you know... The, the buckets. Best, the, the best buckets, the best sound, the best black lights, like anything that they could do to like keep to everybody... To draw the majority of the yeah, crowd to yeah, sell to them. in that area to keep, yeah, keep money coming in. Yeah. They would do that, so... But sometimes it was so loud it hurt your ears almost. Um, but I remember we just like got into it, you know, buckets, p- 
partying. And the thing I remember time. about the buckets too is because they're literally on the beach. Mm-hmm. I think every single one that I got, it, mm-hmm. there was sand in it. Oh yeah. So it was just like this gritty bucket <laughs> drink, and especially once you got to the bottom, yeah. you'd like sip and then get all the sand and shit in your teeth. And yeah. Just... And I think we had mentioned this in a previous episode what the buckets are, but we'll just tell you again in case you're you had you didn't listen to that one. But basically, it's a little sand pail, which I guess it makes sense that there would be sand in there. Why it's called the... Yeah. <laughs> but it comes... The kids were using these earlier in the beach. Yeah. So they uh, they probably just, like, rinsed them out, the ones that were left on the beach, and used them again that night. Well, why not? I know. It's fucking Thailand. It's so gross. But um, yeah. anyways, they would put ice in there. They gave you a handful of straws, because... Is there ice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ew, warm bucket? Could you imagine that shit? It ends up being warm. Well, it does, but like not at first. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably I just the thought all the drinks so came from like an ice bucket cooler thing that they, you know. No, I remember there being ice. Okay, there was ice. There was ice. So, anyways, um, it comes with a fifth of whatever booze you want, uh, soda, and Red Bull, which their Red Bull comes with ephedrine. They don't have any regulations on what you put in. Your energy drinks, apparently. So they put basically like speed yeah. in there. So they're pretty You're crazy. pretty wired. You're pretty wired. Yeah. As well as you drunk. Know, drunk, yeah. Yeah. So this is just like a fuel to keep you going throughout your crazy All fun night long. party experience. Yeah. But yeah, so we had a couple of those split between the four of us. So it wasn't like outrageous crazy. But I think after we were kind of, we had our fill for the dancing. We had watched the fire poi. Well, there was. We the, had seen the jump rope, which was like a, f- a flame. And people were basically trying like to these two it. stands that were, probably, I would say, like six feet tall. Yeah. And a guy on either end, and there's this huge long rope, and it was just lit on fire. And the two guys holding it at each end on the stands are just swinging it back and forth. Yeah. And whoever wants to can jump in there and try to jump the rope, but it was, it's stupid. It was so stupid. The whole thing's lit on flame, you know, on fire. Yeah. And this is where all the bandages come from. These are where people, you you know, you burn your You're hair. Drunk and confident. You burn your skin. Your face. Your face. We <laughs> saw a rope as it was swinging hit someone in the face. <laughs> Like you fucking idiot. It was, I mean, but it was kind of entertaining. No, know? it was super entertaining, but I wasn't about to jump in there. Oh no, no. But yeah, like, just like whoever wanted to, whoever yeah. felt brave and confident enough could give a go. And there was like one chick. I saw that one did chick it. that handled good. it like a champ. Oh yeah, she did not get touched, and then like left at and, a good yeah. time too. I was like, holy shit! I didn't think anyone anyone was gonna be able to do that. And they like purposely, I think, just speed like, up. Yeah, and like really try to get. Oh, they people. try to get you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny as shit. Stupid. I would so never. So stupid though. Um, but yeah. So after we had you know watched that for a while, danced our asses off, and kind of oh, and this was the thing is as we're dancing, Carl's orange and green beard is totally lit up and people kept coming up to him and being like i love your beard are you irish and uh yeah they kept asking me they're like oh yeah you irish i was always like no i'm from the states i'm from california then they'd always get bummed you're like no oh, <laughs> really? really well what are you doing we thought you were you know, irish. so this had happened a few times yeah. i was like everyone keeps asking me this and getting really bummed when you and say specifically no. like irish so finally i just went with it and yeah. i was like 
yeah, from Ireland. And then they would lose their shit and like scream. I was like, all right, I'm going to keep going with it then because this is getting such a better reaction. Yeah, everybody loves you. We're, yeah, from Ireland and scream and everyone just lose their shit in the group and we'd all cheers and yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah. It was I was awesome. like, yeah, I'm, I'm Irish for the rest of the night. Oh my God, it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah, but that was a good time. Because people, I don't know, it happened yeah. close to a dozen times. It did. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the reaction to actually being Irish was way more mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. But it, so amongst, like, all the craziness of the dancing and the loudness and the fire being thrown left and right, I think we wanted to, like, go see the water, you know, just, like, walk down to the water side. Because, yeah, it's a full moon. It's That's a full hence moon. the full moon party. Yeah, so it's pretty, you know. So you see, like, you know, the... Everything lit up just yeah, naturally like from the moonlight the and reflecting off the water. Yeah, so we walked down to the water, and it was basically being used as a toilet. Yeah. Which was not You just so see cool. people come and go and, like, piss in the water and then leave, and it's like, oh, right? man, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they did have some toilets, which weren't, like, very accessible. You kind of have no. to walk in a bit of a jungly behind on the end of the beach, yeah, and, and they charged for them. I don't remember how much. It was like 20 bots, so it wasn't much. That's why I was like, eh. I thought it was like 50. No. I don't remember. Uh-uh. Either way, it's like, really, don't charge for the bathrooms, guys. You're already charging 100 baht just to get in here without... Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, you pay to get in, but, but then I, you get a free drink. I was, get it, too, because people trash the place, and they have to clean up afterwards. So it's like, okay, I understand why you'd want to charge for bathrooms. Cause yeah, but you're paying to get in already. Yeah. There's an entry fee as people it is. are belligerently fucked up, and who knows what they do to those bathrooms? And they have to have people clean them up the next day. Yeah. So I, I totally got it, and I didn't care paying for it. I was like, what? Yeah, it costs nothing. And so. I'm not going to go fucking piss out in the ocean, you know? And so everybody's like, I don't know. It was, it was hard. People were just trashing, like throwing their shit left and right. And there are designated trash cans places. Like actually on the beach. Yeah, on that the That was a convenient part that I didn't get. It's like, why are people just throwing their shit on the ground when there's trash cans everywhere? It was crazy. So yeah, that sucked. But we, we ended up hearing about this place called Mushroom Mountain. Which was the other end of the beach. On the very far other end of the beach. And so we kind of started walking over there. Opposite end of Dangerous Plankwood Walkway. <laughs> yeah. And so we start climbing these stone steps that kind of lead you up to this little shack-like thing that just kind of sits on top of these rocks, just overlooking the entire beachside. And the ocean. Yeah. And the ocean, yeah. It was quite the view. It was cool. But yeah, so we get up there and we're told that we should try these mushroom shakes that they have. And so we're like, oh, you know, went in Thailand or went on Copenhagen. Went at a full moon party. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, okay, sure. On an island in Thailand, you're like, well, we we can dabble. Yeah. So each one of these shakes, which is in a pretty small cup, I'd say almost like a little eight ounce or... Yeah. Yeah, eight ounce cup. They charge you about 500 baht for that, which is kind of expensive. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's about like fourteen dollars U.S. roughly. Yeah, thirteen fifty. Mm-hmm. And so we pay for one of these, and we each four split it. Because we don't know how potent these are either, so we're like, well, let's not lose our fucking mind, but we can all four split one. Yeah, we don't know what's in it. Because I remember too, like walking up there to get one and seeing people just lying on their backs, just like. <laughs> 
seemingly frying balls. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, we should maybe just dip our toe in the pool yeah. versus do a cannonball in. You know? Exactly. And each have one, you know, yeah, and like just get crazy. Lose our shit. Yeah. Which I'm really glad that I didn't do that. Same. Um, so I was like, I don't want to be that guy. No. <laughs> he looks like he might not be having the best time. Right. Looks so, like he's struggling. Yeah. So we're sitting there sharing this shake amongst the four of us. And we start chatting with one of the gals next to us and come to find out she's from L.A. And her name's Ashley. And she's super nice. And we actually run into her kind of throughout the rest of the night. And we're like, yeah. oh, hey. Um, but yeah, I just had a good conversation with her and her friend that was there. And they had just like a chill seating area. Mm -hmm. They did have some music playing, but it wasn't, you know, blasting in your ears loud. It was loud, but it wasn't like what was on the beach. DJ up there. And, And, uh, they had just those like tie pillows everywhere. So you Mm -hmm. could just kind of sill and it was more, it was definitely more chill than the beach. Sill and chill. What? You said sill. Sill. Like you could sill, like sit. But you were saying still. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going into like sit and chill. Yeah. You could still. You still. You still. You sit and chill. Yeah, sill. exactly. Just sealed there. But yeah, so we were just chilling for a bit. And then I think we decided to just head back out and dance a little bit more. And... It had been a while at this point, though, because it had been like an hour. Had it? I don't know. I remember returning back and it was just like fucking nutso. Mm-hmm. So we had we all four had very different experiences after having this mushroom shake. And so for me, once we went back out into the crowds, my stomach started cramping like no other and I felt sick. It was horrible. Like and nauseous so- sick or like butt barf sick? Both. Kind of. So I was just like, I can't drink anymore. I do not want any more of those shakes. (laughs) Like, this was fucked. So, And I wasn't even tripping out or anything. I was like, what a waste. You know, like I spent almost 200 baht on nothing. Like, make me feel shitty. And so I think that once you and Martin started feeling a little... And like Megan was the same. Both her and I had the same reaction, which sucked. Mm. And we were like, "Mm, damn it. And you guys had like a good reaction where you're like, "All right, I'm feeling good." I was pumped. Yeah. I was uh, <laughs> I was ready to dance. <laughs> I was feeling super good. I was, I was like, "Mom, let's get a bucket." I'm feeling. How you doing? The girls are feeling like shit, and <laughs> I was ready to go. Yeah. So you two were like, "We we should split another shake," and I was like, "Oh God, I am not touching that shit because it did not make me feel good." And so, yeah, we adventured. Well, we had danced for a while and just we were, like, on the beach for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took some video. Yeah. Had some fun. Yeah. And then Told more people I was Irish. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we headed back up Mushroom Mountain, and you guys bought another shake and split it amongst the so two of you guys. So this was split between two people now versus just yeah. four. So you guys had close to a full one yourself. Yeah, I guess collectively. Yeah. And so then we stayed up there for a while, and I remember you were dancing up there for a good time. Yeah, they had, like, a little dance area there, too. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Also, no, but... it was, like, literally maybe, like, three people on the dance floor, and it was, like, you and Martin and one other person. What's that? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was hilarious. I felt like there was more, but it could have been shadows and lights. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much was. I think I have photos of you and Martin out there, like, dancing together, and then there's, like, awesome. not not anybody else. But it was cute. Um, And then we, like, headed back down 
onto the beach, but we stayed on the side that was less crowded. Yeah, there was definitely, so basically there was the Mushroom Mountain on the end of the beach, mm-hmm. and then there was a section of beach where there was just nothing. There was nobody. Because there was uh, some kind of bungalows nearby. Mm-hmm. And then the further down the other end of the beach was more so the like the party central area yeah. with all the music. And mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't ready to go back out there again. I was like feeling uh, overly shroomy <laughs> slash ecstasy or whatever else was in these was drinks. A, it wasn't just mushrooms. No, it wasn't. I swear there was ecstasy. Oh, there. yeah, for sure. It was and, just like um, a drug cocktail. That for sure. Shit. It tasted like shit, too. It tasted Mushroom? like liquid batteries and grass or something i don't Ew. know it wasn't it no, wasn't it wasn't the best that's yeah, yeah but it wasn't like gaggy bad either no but you didn't you weren't like oh these are delicious oh what'd my you God. you know well i mean mushrooms taste like poop anyways so they kind of had to mask that i guess yeah but yeah so yeah. we were just on the beach part but not the the party end of the beach mm-hmm. and um i don't know I, me and martin were just having a good time like bonding and talking and megan and i, I just felt really talking. good yeah. I was just like feeling the effects to see. Effects to see? <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Was it's that on... a slip? No, it's. Uh... That was good. <laughs> it's on a movie. Oh, was it? I just watched it last night. Oh. Um, what is it? It's a movie. So. Um... Secret movie. <laughs> what? I said it's a secret movie. Yeah. No, uh, there were these little sand dune things that were on the top of the sand, and just the light from the moon and the lights that were out there looked really cool. So I remember. I was just feeling really good, slash, kind of being trippy and just. <laughs> being trippy. I felt. I remember just feeling really good. Yeah, that's and cool. I like, couldn't stop smiling, and like my whole body just felt. I didn't feel like shit at all, so. Because Martin and I, or Martin and I, Megan and I felt like shit. And so we were just like sitting there chilling, talking. I think we were starting to feel a little bit better at this point. Like it was wearing off of you guys. It hadn't even hit. Like I didn't feel trippy at all from the get-go. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like. No, like I literally didn't feel anything because I think I felt so crampy. Mm. So it was like, I think the sickness just pulled any like. Euphoric I, feeling. Yeah, because I was buzzed before we drank that. And from then the it, buckets. Yeah, it took, yeah. The, it took the buzz from the buckets out. It took the any tripping or anything out, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of, yeah, kind of fucked the rest of the night up. But I was kind of glad because it honestly, just seeing the wastefulness and, like, all the crazy just fucked upness of everything just depressed me a little bit. Yeah. So I was glad that I was at least sober for it and not a part of the problem. I mean, right. I kind of was because I but you was there, like but I wasn't. pissing in the water no, and throwing the trash no, all over the I beach. No, I wasn't like belligerent, which, yeah, a lot of people were. But yeah, I think uh, by the time me and Martin had come to round two with the second drink, it was like three, four in the morning or oh, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just wanted to feel like that forever. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was yeah. like you know five o'clock and then it was getting later and later and yeah. i was like oh, i don't want it to end and mm-hmm. but inevitably the yeah. sun will come up and this will wear off so yeah i don't think we really made it back to the dance area we just kind of like once we were done we just left right no we walked back through the dance party shit and it was but, like i mean just to walk through oh we just to walk through like, no because it was basically the sun started coming up and so then we started heading back towards the party area, but everyone had gone, like everyone was gone. Yeah. And there was like a big 
pen that was like a pass out pen. And that's literally what it sounds like. It's like roped off area for people to just fucking pass out. To just. For friends to just dump their friends they don't want to have to take care of or something. And then there were tons of trash cans that I think were overflowing and just trash everywhere. And so it was just like this aftermath of just shit. Yeah, like I said before, just pretty depressing as far as seeing all that shit. So I don't know how you guys felt with how coming down from a mushroom trip and then seeing all that made you feel. Because Martin, I think, said it was so sad and so depressing. I think what Martin said was because he went back the next day during the day, like in the morning... And saw yeah. people, like, passed out on the beach still, and they were, yeah. like, getting sunburned. But they were so fucked up from the night before that they were still passed out. Yeah. And then also seeing everything in, like, the actual sunlight. Yeah. Because I didn't go back to the beach okay, after yeah. this night. Yeah. So I left still kind of on a floaty high. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really start coming down until we got back to the bungalows and then uh, basically just crashed out soon after yeah i think we all took turns like washing ourselves from the like sweat the sweat the sand sand, the the glow in the dark paint which was now like dried and cracky and oh yeah well and like that shower after all of us (laughs) used it it looked like a clown had been murdered yeah it was horrible (laughs) like a clown just exploded in the shower (laughs) yeah basically it was just glow in the dark shit everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah because, I mean, even in the regular light, it was just, like, super neon. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we basically kind of washed up and passed out. I think that was at, like, 7 in the morning or something like that. I remember when we first got back to, to the bungalows, because near the beach or near the water, there are these benches, mm-hmm. like stone benches. And I remember seeing Martin just sitting on one by himself. Yeah. So I just like walked over and sat next to him and it just kind of looks over and you know, the sun's about to come up and just feeling like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, you know, after, I don't even think we really, we might have not even said a word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but just it, we soaking it, in the moment. Kind of like, oh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Then just washed up and basically crashed out rather quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a pretty, pretty exhausting couple of days, really. Yeah. All the way from Bangkok yeah. to that, and not sleeping a whole lot, and yeah, we just passed out pretty much for the most of the morning, I think. And um, for us, which is a good recommendation if you are ever going to a full moon party, is to stay an extra day. For sure. Because some people stay up until, you know, five, six, seven, eight in the morning, but mm-hmm. then they're leaving that next day. Yeah. Which we were like, well, no, we're going to we'll have a nurse recovery hangover whatever the fuck day after of you know recouping and then we'll leave the following day yeah which is a must do i mean if i were to give advice it would be to not go to one not go to one (laughs) to be honest like it's such a great time well i mean this is the thing is it it's fun yes yeah but the aftermath of how fucked up that island gets and how much trash ends up in the ocean yeah that's part of the fucking problem that's true you're just contributing you're just contributing to a whole whole bunch of shit like just pollution and so i mean if they were to be able to get their shit under wraps as far as like there's so much potential too like you could totally handle it better totally if you had porta potties and like a better trash system and 
tons of shows. There's total so, potential. And yeah. I think that they actually started doing that. They should. Because there was so many complaints, I think, from, from what yeah. happens to the you know the yeah, condition crazy. of the beach and everything yeah. that they're like something has to be it done does, which like, i agree that yeah. i totally agree with yeah so for me unless they've totally got their shit together and they've got ways of controlling the wastefulness um i'm not ever going to go back to one of those yeah so that, yeah i can support that yeah. for sure but um i mean if you want to try it out i totally support yeah if you just want to be mindful of it and if you want to experience and just don't be a douche take care of your shit clean douche. up after yourself totally use the you trash can, cans they provide don't piss in the ocean you can get you all schnockered up just don't be a douchebag yeah exactly so um, um or help clean up afterwards too yeah like, right that might be something that you might want to do um, uh, hopefully they got their shit together and it's kind of more uh contained not as impactful in a negative sure. way on the environment over there yeah um, but the next day, we uh, took a really long walk all along that beach uh, that came from our bungalows all the way, like, into town. Which is basically the other side of the island. Yeah. It was a pretty cool walk, I would say. Yeah, it was nice. You went through uh, other... Like, resorts. Resorties or, or stays. Bungalows or, yeah. or, you know, and there were some nice places. There I were was some cool surprised. spots, too. Like, I'm saying, like, ritzy shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. This here, where there was like (laughs) the front had like flames and like the little waterfall thing. You're like, wow, what the like five star kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? This is here. You're just getting shit faced and probably passing out in the sand, right? (laughs) You know. But yeah, the walk was pretty cool. And basically, our only mission this day was to buy tickets to get us to Phuket. Which would get us to a couple other islands um, that we wanted to following, go to. Following, yeah. Yeah, the following day. But yeah, we just basically had to get from Copenhagen to Phuket was mm-hmm. the next uh, stage of what we needed to do. I don't know. I wanted something better than do. I don't know. <laughs> well, you just left it with like, I don't know. gonna. You know, <laughs> to get there, man. You know. We're gonna go. We just needed to make it need make it do. <laughs> so that was our mission this day. And we were recommended a local like travel agency place and I put air quotes in that travel because agency. it's like, yeah, travel agency. All right. But we were recommended to this certain place by our bungalows, like our hosts at our bungalows. They were nice, so we trusted them, and we were like, oh, yeah, sure, you know, we'll go find that place. We get there, book our tickets, tickets and... Uh, which was the ferry back to the mainland mm-hmm. to Suratani, mm-hmm. and then a bus to Phuket. Yeah, and so the total trip was supposed to take about six and a half hours or so. So that's the following day. They were told, or we were told that this taxi was going to pick us up at 6 a.m. at our bungalows. And, and take us back to the pier. Take us back to the pier to catch the Where ferry Where we had back. the other, yeah. And so we were like, oh, cool, awesome. All That's set all up, s- we're good to go. All set and done, we can just chill. So we booked like a night in Phuket, mm-hmm. and we were basically ready to go. So we got up like pre-dawn the next morning to get the taxi that was going to take us back to the pier to catch the ferry back to the mainland Mm -hmm. and uh it showed up pretty pretty on the minute it was like i think it was maybe like a couple minutes later but it was like yeah on point yeah so So we're like sweet well that's a good start yeah and yeah we're heading back you know the 20 or so minute ride back to the pier Mm -hmm. 
uh, catch the ferry, go back across, all that jazz, same as before, back to Surat Thani, unload, and then uh, right at the pier, there's a bus loading up, so we all get on the bus, and it's all going well. Yeah, so we get on this first bus, and it's one of the big buses. It's like, so in the States, it would be close to like a, a greyhound, greyhound sort style. of bus. It was so, nice, it was newish, there yeah. was AC. Yeah, for sure. We loaded our packs underneath the bus cuz that's the only place that you can put them when you're when you're carrying packs that were as big as ours. Yeah. And so then you'd take on, you know, like your personal stuff. Same and as the ferry situation we mentioned earlier. Exactly. And were we doing that at this point? Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. All right. So then we get onto the bus and we get pretty comfortable. It's got AC, it's got nice seats. Like it's pretty comfortable. It looks like new. Yeah. Yeah. And so it had half locals, half I would say like full white, moon partiers. Yeah, full moon partiers, like white Western tourists. And so we're like, oh, okay, cool. This is a pretty good mix, <laughs> like 50 50. And then we were on that for what, like 20, 30 minutes? Not even, it felt like. Not it even. felt like 15, 20. And so we stop at this one place, like we go kind of down this back road. And I start to see, like, broken down buses on either side of us. And then we get to this little, like, cul-de-sac area or little loop it's around. It's a dirt road. It's a dirt and road. It's just, it looks like a little hut in a jungle. It does. And with, like, broken down buses everywhere. And yes. you're like, where the fuck so, are we? So it looked like where buses go to die. Yeah. And so we're like, okay. A graveyard. This is interesting. And they tell us to get off the bus. And... They tell only the white Western full moon partier tourists to get off the bus. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention because I was like, oh, okay, we're just getting on another bus. All right. Well, they do this too where like they'll stop and it's like, you know, they say that it's like a bathroom break or something yeah. or it's like, oh, are you hungry? You'll buy food. And just basically some are for you to stop and spend money. But it's usually like hours after riding. You never know. Well, not this time, but usually, like, if it was yeah. a legit company, it'd be, like, maybe hours down the road. They'd be like, okay, bathroom break. Okay, right. get off, you know, spend some money. But this time, it was, like, 15, 20 minutes after, and, like, what the fuck are we like stopping We just started for? going. Yeah, right? And then they started taking our bags off, which was the weird thing. We're yeah. like, well, why are we... Yeah, where are we... Why did we even board the fucking bus if we're right? just going here? Yeah. It was... It all felt weird. It felt sketch, just from the get-go. Red flags. Yeah. So, another bus comes over. And it's a lot a fucking older. junker. <laughs> it was a little bit of a junky bus. And it looked like it was straight out of the 80s. It like, looked the like... The decor was very much it not... It looked like an old hippie Greyhound bus <laughs> that was still in worse condition as yeah. the decades progressed. Yeah. And so they were, like, throwing our packs underneath. And we're like, okay, this is weird. And then, like, all of us get back on the bus. And I don't think any of us had noticed that it was just us tourists until we all looked around and we're like... Wait a minute. Why are there only white and people? And as on? soon as you got on this bus, you're like, oh, damn, this one's a piece of shit. Yeah. This like all the seats are shittier. fucking ripped and springs <laughs> busted. And it's not yeah. as cool. No, there was no AC. Yeah. You're like, okay. But, anyways, we're like, okay, well, we'll just go around for the ride, I guess. It's like you can't be like, nope, sorry. I, yeah. You really, Where like, you they're go? in control. Yeah, exactly. So basically, we headed back into town on this bus, and um, we were like going back the way we came. 
I was seeing shit pass by that I had already seen us drive by. I'm like, where the fuck are they taking us? Like, they literally just looping us in circles and like, no, we, changing we're going buses away again from again. the full moon party. Where? Yeah. So it was weird and just sketchy. And I think we even ended up back at that spot, the bus graveyard, and again and switched to another big bus that was probably even shittier. And we're like, okay. What the fuck what is going on? What the fuck? And, like, even the bathroom there, they charge you to use, and, you know, it's they just, They do like, have food there, but it's outrageously overpriced. Yeah. And, you know, you're waiting for a yeah. while in between bus changes. Yeah. So, literally, we're on another bus, and we go to a, another pit stop, and we're saying that with air quotes, because this is just, like, a place for them to rip you off. No, so this is the thing, too, is we went, and at the stop, when they switched buses and pulled your bags off... Mm-hmm. Because we've been traveling now for a while and mm-hmm. we've gotten in the routine of packing our bags, as soon as my bag came off, mm-hmm. I was like, my bags looked different. Did it? Instantly. Yeah. I didn't even have to open it Mm-mm. because, I mean, it's got like zippers and straps and I was like, you know, uh, straps are tucked in this way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very particular oh, yeah. and organized. Understatement of the century. So, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> So it comes Carl's off and I'm particular? like, instantly my bag's been fucked with. So I'm looking through and I open it and clearly shit has been shuffled around in my bag. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So mm. I'm doing like an inventory check real quick. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, where's that one bag? Which is a bag and it's nothing super important, but it's more of a pain in the ass to replace. Mm. and Because it was like, you know, cords for charging things yeah. and to plug things in. It wasn't yeah. actually like... I had my GoPro, which yeah. most of my shit was in my day bag on me, you know, with me. Yeah, totally. But there was this one little, like, green waterproof stuff sack that had these cords and stuff in mm-hmm. I think it had extra batteries in yeah. And that was gone. Completely gone. Completely gone. That got jacked. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. And at this point, the bus had taken off. And mm-hmm. you know that there was just some dude under the bus. Mm-hmm. As it's driving in circles three times, it's yeah. just sifting through bags. Yeah, just looking grabbing for shit. Grabbing whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Luckily, nobody else had any loss, shit stolen. But so. It was more so upsetting and uh, just the principle of it. You feel violated. And yeah, you feel violated. Yeah. It's like you totally just. Yeah, just rip Especially us off. after like this whole thing was set up to go through tourist shit. Well, it's not even done. We've only gotten to part of it. So we they take us to another place where it's got like an it's like a covered but open air building and so they take you in there it's hot as fuck out too and like literally hot and it's hot humid you're and you've already yeah you're, you're tired as you're fuck tired you've been as traveling shit. all day already been traveling all day you're still kind of hungover from with. the full moon party you've already gotten your shit jacked you're like at this one place and you're like where the fuck are they taking us to now why are we stopping again exactly and this was all within just like at least few get hours. a certificate exactly and so we get into this area, and they literally have one dude that's directing everybody, and he kind of looks at the group of, you know, how we kind of group ourselves or separate ourselves. He points to a group of people and says, okay, come up here. And then he basically... He's at some, like, little podium. Yeah, with a little podium. And then he starts ripping people off one by one in the groups. Saying and so, that they need to get a cab to town. Yeah, basically that we have to book a cab through him and it was to like get us outrageously to... Expensive. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was like five, six hundred baht. Yeah. And we were like, just fuck that. 
I just yelled in the <laughs> yeah, mic. Yeah, you just yelled loud. But yeah, I was like, fuck that. We already yeah. paid to get to Phuket. We're not in Phuket. You're getting us to Phuket. Right? Yeah. So we're getting even more upset. And I think I was being the most vocal about it. And I luckily, you were like, hey, Wit, you should probably not keep yelling that they're just ripping people off left and right because who knows what they could do. And yeah, because like, you are oh, not. Oh, yeah, you're right. We're in the middle of nowhere, too. No, yeah. And who knows what yeah. and would so do. I don't there know. was literally, I think, one other tourist out of the group that didn't just go along with it. Like, we, we legit refused to book this cab with them. Yeah. We were like, no. I'm not n- giving you that much money. There's no money coming from us, so, like, go fuck yourself. And there was only one other dude that did that, but everybody else just bought into it, it yeah. and just booked it. And we were like, are you kidding me? Like, it was such a scam. It's such a scam. We were like, holy shit. Oh, my shit. God, I was so upset. And so after this, they broke everybody off into, like, groups of ten. I would say eight to ten people. And they shoved everybody in these little mini buses. It was basically just like a little minivan. Yeah, like a little minivan. Yeah. But in these minivans, once we got in, there were like mosquitoes in there. And, and like, we're like, all we're in the jungle. Killing these and like, mosquitoes. this is where dengue fever and shit comes from is yeah. some mosquitoes in the jungle, not yeah, from the yeah. big cities. But we're in the middle well, of nowhere. Well, this was more of the islands. So I don't know yeah, if still, it's the same. Yeah, still. Still. Yeah, so it's still, you got to be aware of like mosquito bites and shit. And so we're, like, trying to kill these mosquitoes as they left us in this van with no AC going. And we're like, what the fuck? As well as we'd been waiting at this place now for, it was over an hour. It was, It was probably closer to two hours before we actually were moving again. It was crazy. And then even still, so we start moving and leaving Mm -hmm. towards supposedly Paquette. Yeah. And it's stopping at, like, another place for you to stop and, you know, spend food all the while, the day's going by, and you're like, well, now I'm hungry because yeah. we've been traveling for, like, 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. We were supposed to be in Phuket, like, four or five hours ago, mm-hmm. and we're still not there, and we're stopped again. And so, really, once we get to what looks like more of the city, and they're stopping yet again at this travel agency place where they tell everybody, you know, go into the travel agency. We're like, every, no. Every single no. one of us were like, nope. Fuck you, we're peacing out. As well as, at this point, we're on more of a major road, and I could tell that we were on the outskirts of Mm -hmm. Phuket. Yeah. We were still a ways away. We couldn't, it was too far to walk. Yeah. It was just about dark. It was. And, uh, but I used my Google Maps and a Mm -hmm. vest, and we were near Phuket. Yeah. So So I was like, you know what, fuck this whole group and scam. Mm -hmm. Let's just stand on the side of the road and hail a fucking tuk-tuk-a-song tower. There were a couple other groups in there that did the same, too. Because they were like, okay, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Fuck these guys yesterday, because this is bullshit. Do you think this episode had more fucks in it than any other? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We were pissed. I was so upset. No, it was true, but you just felt like you were were supposed to. Left you were right. getting had. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we were supposed to get to Paquette and we had like, we were supposed to get there like at two in the afternoon. And have a whole half day. And we were going to like, oh yeah, we'll have time to see Paquette a bit. Mm-hmm. We can go to this temple. Yeah. We'll still have half the day. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And it's Your dark. And like, we were supposed to check in like a while ago. Yeah. And we started it at 6 a.m., remember? Leaving Copenhagen. 6 a.m. <laughs> It's and it was supposed to be six and a half hours. hours, and this was like, yeah, 
ridiculous. 15 hours of bullshit travel. It was crazy. So once we had gotten the song so we, yeah, we did hail yeah. a song and made our way into Paquette. And at this point, just getting away from that group and mm-hmm. those people that were in control of transportation It was and like a breath of fresh air. Oh my God, it felt so good. Yeah. I didn't even Fuck. care the cost as long as I wasn't no. giving them the money. Seriously. So yeah. yeah, we did end up making it to Paquette. We mm-hmm. got to our stay. Yeah. And which was a in. nice place. It was. It was yeah. nice. It was really nice and clean and you know, we each had our own room, which was cool. Yeah. But I God, that was just a fucking crazy it was hectic such day. An ordeal. And so yeah, if you are on Copenhagen just do some background research. Look into, at reviews. Yeah, look at reviews of the places that you're booking through as far as uh, getting you to other islands because there are some shitty scams out there. Yeah. We went and through And there's it. just no nothing you can do once you're no. you know, too far into it. And we had, like, you know, trusted our homes or in the bungalows. We bungalows, trust, yeah. We trusted the bungalows that we stayed at, and we just, yeah, they totally were part of it. Screwed us. Yeah, so that was unfortunate. Everyone but gets commission, and it's true. Yeah, yeah. so it's so just a way that they was go. Quite the day. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. So once we had actually checked in and everything, at this point, you know, we were hungry. Yeah. So we all um, ended up walking around trying to find somewhere to eat in Phuket. In Phuket. Yeah. Jesus, finally. But everything was shut down. It was really weird. Yeah, it was I don't know I think if it was, it was a holiday like, uh, or something. like a holiday where people staying with their families or, you know, whatever. But lot majority of the city was shut down. Yeah, all the businesses. So we, uh, like... We did end up finding a place. We though. did stumble upon one place that was still open. And it looked like an old house. It was cool. It was like old colonial style Yeah, house. yeah, colonial was, style, like French colonial. Yeah, it was like the first of that style architecture that we'd seen on our travels yet. Yeah. So it felt really authentic and really cool. Yeah, I just loved that place. And it had really good food, too. Yeah, I wasn't, like, blown away. It was good, but yeah. Um, yeah. I was just glad to eat at that point. That's true. Yeah, and, for sure. I mean, we were so wiped from just the ordeal of the day that mm-hmm. after that we just went back and crashed. Yeah, for sure. So that was... Our stay was nice, so too. It was clean, so we showered mm-hmm. and actually felt clean. And yeah, and we had booked with our, the lady at our front desk who seemed very trustworthy. Yeah. Way more so, I think, than the people it's at weird. the last it's bungalows. Like, the more shit you deal with, the better you are at reading people. Yeah, you you definitely get more of a gut instinct yeah. with if people are being shady with you or not. Or if you're like, this doesn't sound good at right, all, and yeah. I just don't trust this. Just totally, again, go with your reaffirming gut. to go with your gut. If yeah. it doesn't feel right, go somewhere else because there's mm-hmm. other options every time. We had booked a you know way to get to our next destination, which Carl and I were leaving the next day. Yeah, we were leaving the next morning. Martin and Megan, they had decided to stay one more night in Phuket. Yeah, they wanted to check out Phuket, and we wanted to get to Kopipi Island. Yeah, which, uh, which is, is where they filmed the 90s movie The Beach. Or part which, of it, yeah. Or part of it. It was actually on a smaller separate island, not the one that we were going to, but um, it's Kopipi Lay. Which is the one that they... That had, has Maya Beach. Yeah. And Maya Beach is the one where they kind of had made it the beach and in the movie. the bigger island next to it is Kopipi Don, which is... Where we had where booked a place. Because I don't think yeah. you could even stay on Kopipi Lake. No, it's just for people to like roll yeah. up and 
take photos. But Koch PP Dawn's the one with all the stays. It's the one where the tsunami hit the day after Christmas of 2004. Yeah, pretty brutal tsunami. Um, it just completely leveled So the at place. this point, it had been, you know, over a decade since. Yeah. So we were like, oh, it should be pretty rebuilt by this point. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then so after I'd... that, we were all going to. So they had one night in Phuket. We were going to have the night there. And then um, we were all going to meet in Kolanta, which is. An island just to the east of it. So yeah, we had our, our whole plan set out and, you know, to give them a night to themselves and us to have a night to ourselves and stuff was pretty. Because I think since they'd arrived, we've yeah. been together this yeah, whole time. Yeah, pretty much since. the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, they were going to have a day to themselves mm-hmm. and we were going to yeah. do our thing because. Yeah, because I always wanted to see that place. I grew up on that movie, The Beach. Was... I wanted to see it, too. It yeah. just looked like a cool spot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we were excited to head there the next day. So that'll be coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's nice that. So that'll be coming up. Yeah, so uh, that's next week. We'll be us uh, checking out PP Island where we get... We going PP. We going PP. On this island, it's very interesting. We have one of the stories oh, that we... we got more stories, folks. Yeah, we've got tons. We got this, this is one in particular Thailand that we've... set us up. Yeah, this is one in particular uh, story that we have told so many times. I can't even... During our travels, yeah. people are like, well, what's the craziest thing? And we always oh. revert back to this story. Well, let me tell you about a little monkey called Fuckface. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. What? Wood loves monkeys. No, this monkeys suck. <laughs> at least these ones do. All right, well, we'll leave it yeah. at that. Don't spoil so, anything else. Um, yeah, stay tuned. It's all coming up. We thank you for listening. and Thank you, thank you. Again, if you want to comment or subscribe to hear weekly episodes. Please do. Do it. Fade out. Back scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast. If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review. Tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen. And feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol The Bean Trail. If you'd like to support our travels and help ensure the continuation of this podcast, you can do so by contributing through our Patreon page. Just visit patreon.com and search for Beanstalk Travel Podcast. Each donation is greatly appreciated and gives you an inside look at a day in the life backpacking abroad. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod. Cat.